The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show today. I bet you're all out there getting in that frenzy of holiday shopping. Um, just so you've all survived <clears throat> Black Friday. What a name. You know, that's not a good name to begin with. But, hey, it is Christmas season, and that's why I'm so excited with our guest today. But before we start, I have this little tradition. I have to shout out to Yoshiko Dart. Yoshiko you embody the spirit of Christmas. Do you know why? You embody the spirit of giving. And all of us in the disability community, we love you so much. So just a special shout-out to her. And speaking of giving, that's really what this show is all about today because we are talking to Leah from Treasures for Children, which is part of the Salvation Army and my company, Bender Consulting Services, headquartered in Pittsburgh, we have been participating in this forever. It's one of my favorite programs. Uh, Leah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Joyce. And we really appreciate your uh, assistance for so many years, being such faithful donors to our program year after year. It's such a blessing to us and the children we serve. Well, thank you, and it's my pleasure. Um, First, there, you know, for our listeners throughout the country, I'm sure there are some people not familiar with what Treasures for Children is all about. So would you mind taking a moment to explain that, Leah? Oh, sure, absolutely. Well, I mean, I'm sure a lot of your listeners have probably heard of Angel Tree. And Angel Tree is what the Salvation Army calls this program in other areas of the country, pretty much everywhere else except western Pennsylvania. Uh, we call it Treasures for Children simply because of a copyright naming issue that we faced here, and we had to change the name of the program, but the spirit of it is that of an angel tree. And what we do with our program, we serve children from birth up to and including age 13 with this program, and the um, information about our children is placed onto a tag, and the tags are then given to donors, either within small offices or in stores or at church communities or even individuals that request them, and we send them right to their homes. And then they take that tag, and sometimes they have gift suggestions on the tag, and sometimes we give them separate uh, sheet of gift suggestions for that child or for children of that age, and then they go out and they shop for that child and, and buy them their Christmas present. So... It's, um, it really embodies the, one of the um, you know, missions that we have, and that's doing the most good for the most people in the most need. And uh, it's something that we stand by, and it's certainly at this time of year, we want to make sure that we take care of our children. And uh, Treasures for Children and Leah 
are part of the Salvation Army of Western Pennsylvania. Just a great program. I have to tell you a little story, Leah. My father will soon be 90. He's a World War II veteran. And I'll never forget him telling me the story of the time when he was overseas and he was hungry and uh, he was a, you know, sailor and was trying to find food somewhere, but he's very proud, so, you know, he wasn't going around begging for it. He just had a small amount of change. And anyway, he saw this building, and in the bottom floor, he saw these people uh, eating food, and he thought, well, maybe this is a restaurant where maybe I, it wouldn't cost a lot. So he went and knocked on the door, and they, they said, oh, come on in. He says, well, listen, I wanted to get something to eat. How much would it cost? And they said, what? Nothing. This is the Salvation Army. And to this day, my father loves the Salvation Army. Oh, well, that's, that's a wonderful story. And, you know, it's actually a story I hear more often than not, certainly from our servicemen and women that have served in all areas of the, of the country and all areas abroad as well. And, uh, you know, it's amazing that that spirit then translates into uh, folks being very, very giving people and, um, and donors. And we also have many stories I've heard of people who have been served as children by our program and then grown up and then have given back as, as donors to help the children in need because they remember that Christmas where mom and dad were a little bit sad and they didn't quite know why, but they remembered they had toys and they remembered us, the Salvation Army, helping them. And then they turn into donors themselves and organize their employees or their church members or or their civic organization and get them involved um, with our program. So it's it's a wonderful time of year. Everyone really is in the Christmas spirit. Yeah, well, you can see it had an impact on my dad, Leah. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Leah, now you are involved with a great program at the Salvation Army, this Treasures for Children. How, how did you become involved and what made you so interested in this? Well, I actually started with the Salvation Army in October of 2007, and um, it was interesting. I was moving back to Pittsburgh. I had lived in Indiana, Pennsylvania, home of Jimmy Stewart, for quite a while. And, one, of my, um, one of my favorite actors, and yeah, I'm sure everyone's talk seeing about him right now. On it's a wonderful life. Go ahead. Yes, absolutely. And um, and I was moving back to to Pittsburgh, where my family is, and I was looking for work. And I went to a job fair, and you know, I work in the nonprofit field. That's where my background is. I have a degree in sociology, and so I've always wanted to be in the nonprofit, uh, you know, line of work. And I thought these these job fairs usually don't have. You know, jobs for, for people like me. They're all trades or, or, uh, you know, business jobs, things like that, because it was a general job fair. And I went there and lo and behold, the Salvation Army had a stand there, or, you know, like a, a booth there where they were seeking, uh, volunteers and paid kettle workers for the Christmas season, because it was about September, end of September at this point. And they also said, well, we do have a couple, uh, job openings actually, that we're looking for full-time job openings. And I looked at the one, and I can't recall what the one was, but it wasn't something I was qualified for. And then I saw this, and I saw Treasures for Children coordinator, and I'd volunteered with the program at our Indiana office when I went to school at Indiana University of Pennsylvania. I volunteered with their program, so I knew a little bit about it. Um, But I'd also coordinated volunteers previously and run other types of similar programs in other jobs to help children. And so I, um, you know, gave them my resume and got 
got a call the very next day for an interview. I was overjoyed to come in, brought my portfolio, was thrilled, and just kind of, you know, latched on and, and been with them ever since. And if you ever... Uh, seeing the Salvation Army in full force at Christmas time, it's a lot of months of preparation. So starting in October for December was like starting six months behind. <laughs> I had to kind of, you know, learn everything and see what had been done already uh, in a very short amount of time and just kind of jump right in. And, and it's been like that ever since. I just rolled my sleeves up and, and jumped right in and helped and learned the program and, uh, you know, kind of just in, in, embodied the spirit of, of the Army and, and just, you know, tried to do the best that I could every single day to help the most people. Well, you know, Leah, that is awesome. And I'll tell you, the reason I'm having you on in December every year, I have different uh, not-for-profits on throughout the month because this is a time of giving. And sometimes people forget that for organizations like the Salvation Army, Treasures for Children to function, you also need money or you can't help other people. Um, and that is why, as you're listening to the show, uh, the Salvation Army of Western and Central PA, if you go to the web, well, it's Salvation Army of Western Pennsylvania. If you go to the website, you can make a donation and we'll talk to you a little bit more about that. Um, so, Leah, I bet this has been just a wonderful thing for you with this program. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, this program, it's just, it's a small part of what I do. I do have other things I do throughout the year at the Salvation Army, but this program is the, the kind of cornerstone, the main focus that I have, uh, throughout the year. And it does take a lot of preparation. It does take the majority of the year to prepare and then, of course, put everything together in the months of October, November, and December. And, uh, it's very fulfilling. It really is. It's very fulfilling to see this all come together and to see, you know, how we're able to impact lives and help people. And, you know, of course, we have our kettles out at this time of year as well. And as you mentioned, sometimes folks don't realize that, yes, physical donations are wonderful, food, clothing, toys, absolutely needed, but we also need money to function as well. Uh, you know, and that's what kind of funds the rest of our programming throughout the course of the year. Yeah, you know what, Leah? I may do something different next year. I may have you on again in the summer. Because here's another thing that troubles me is that, you know, it's sort of like random acts of kindness, very big, you know, through the month of December, mm -hmm. you'll hear stories, and that's great. I love to hear, and I want to hear more stories. But then we have to remember, when Christmas is over, you know, homeless shelters still need money, um, children still need support, you know, you, you can't just look at the wonderful part one part of the year, you have to remember that they need help the whole year in order to do what they do at the holiday season. Absolutely. Um, and sometimes we forget that. But I always tell people, remember, a homeless adult or child or family will still be homeless after Thanksgiving and Christmas. So, you know, and I hope everyone will get that. My favorite author of all times is Charles Dickens. And... I just love everything that he stood for when it came to, you know, reaching out, helping the homeless, helping others. But he had this time where um, Marley talked to Scrooge, and when Scrooge said, you know, to Marley, he goes, what's wrong? You're, you're a good man of business. You were a good man. Why would this happen to you? He said, mankind is our business. 
and mankind is our business year-round. We're going to go to break right now, and then we'll be back with Leah. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, celebrating the holiday season at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back everyone. Happy holiday season. And we're celebrating the show this month with Leah Horkolik from Treasures for Children, part of the Salvation Army of Western PA. And Leah, just so we know that website, so that if someone is listening and they want to make a contribution, what is the site? Okay, absolutely. It's wpa.salvationarmy.org. Can you repeat it again? Sure, sure. So that's WPA, as in Western Pennsylvania, WPA.SalvationArmy.org. Okay, well, look, if you go there to that site, you can make a donation. I always say on the air, you can give up to Starbucks a month, and you can make that donation to help a child, help someone homeless, help an adult. But right now, be able to give funds so that we have Treasures for Children every year. Um, and because, as Leah mentioned, it is a long program. It's not a one-month program. Uh, and here in Allegheny County, I just love our executive director. Um, he, he is just 
fabulous Rich Fitzgerald, and I know he loves this program also. Leah, how many children do you serve? In Allegheny County, if you're listening, is Pittsburgh. We're in Pittsburgh, PA. How many would that be? In Allegheny County alone, we serve between ten and 12,000 children every single year. Wow. It sounds like a range, but it falls anywhere within that, that range of uh, ten to 12,000. Last year, we were a little bit over 12,000, actually. So I anticipate we'll be right around the same this year. Wow. That is a lot of children. What, what, age, what ages does that, is it like up through 18, or how does that work? No, our program is birth up to and including age 13. Now, that's not to say that we don't take care of our teenagers, but we found that our teenagers we take care of uh, by, we have funds that are locations, if they have funds available, they go out and they purchase things for those age groups. Um, our program, Treasures for Children, with the tagged donations, t- covers birth up to and including age 13. It gets a little bit more difficult to buy for those, those teenagers, and sometimes they just need clothes or you know, something like that, which is much easier to do, uh, you know, with the parent and, you know, providing them with a voucher or something of that nature. So uh, that's, that's the reason for us handling it in that manner. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense because it's toys, although don't get me wrong. I know teenagers and probably adults that uh, are still playing with toys when it comes to Legos, but, you know, th- this, this program... What they do at Treasures for Children is they'll provide our company the names of the uh, children, you know, boy or girl, and the age, so that then our employees go out and we buy um, a gift for the boy or girl and the appropriate age that's given to us. And it never fails. It's happening again this year. We always have this overflow of toys, you know, more than the names that are given to us. Um, and, and it's just everyone loves this program. I'll bet you have some large corporations that do this in Pittsburgh. Oh, yes, absolutely. We have a lot of large corporations involved. Um, our largest donor is PPG. Uh, they are our largest donor. They take around 2,600 tags for us every single year. Wow. Yes, yes. Well, they are outstanding. We, we could not do this program without, without that large contribution. Now, they have, uh, as you know, in Pittsburgh, they have those six beautiful buildings downtown. Yes. Uh, the beautiful PPG place, of course, this time of year with the Christmas tree and the ice skating rink that puts everybody in the holiday spirit. And uh, they, they don't just do that by themselves. It's not just their company. It's their tenants, too, in, the, in those buildings that participate in the program. So, uh, but they organize it and, and get all of that into us and, and everything. We're very, very grateful for that blessing. Wow, that's wonderful. Wow, you must need a big truck when you pick up those toys, huh? Yes, yes. In fact, we actually are right in the middle as I'm talking to you. I'm actually at our warehouse today, uh, which is located in Green Tree, just outside of downtown Pittsburgh. And we're in the midst of our collection week. And uh, we have our trucks out today. We have four trucks out, uh, picking up from downtown and all north, south, east, west, all over the county. And they do that three days in a row. And we have pickups from over 180 locations this year. Wow. And that's just the pickups. That doesn't count those that are coming and delivering to us. Oh, you mean people deliver right to you? 
yes, some are fortunate enough that they have a large enough vehicle or their, or their, or their company allows them the time away from work to put it in their car and bring it over to us. We're very fortunate for that. Oh, yeah, that is awesome. Well, um, how exact, you know, here are questions people have asked me. Exactly where do the toys go and then how do you determine the family that receives the toys? Okay. Well, in western Pennsylvania, we cover 28 counties. So this program does run in all 28 counties. Now, in Allegheny County, we have 17 different locations. We have eight worship and service centers. We have another eight service units, and we have a social services office. And all of them meet with clients. And they start meeting with clients actually in August, believe it or not. We try to get people excited about Christmas in August. It's not an easy task. And they start meeting with folks then that are in need and start identifying them and putting them onto lists and you know, meeting with them, taking applications to see if they qualify for the program, and then getting all that information together, of course, for the, the process. But th- that locations are spread out throughout the entire county. So uh, if anyone goes to our website, which we gave a little while ago, we have listed all of our locations. So if someone that's listening is, is maybe, you know, from the Altoona area, say they're not in Pittsburgh, but they're outside, they could go to that page and they could find exactly where that location is. So all of these Pittsburgh locations that I mentioned, they're all listed on that website. Address, phone number uh, are listed on there if anyone would be interested or is in need and needs to go for assistance. Well, and, you know, that's what I'm meaning, though. For someone, let's say someone that lives in a uh, depressed area in Pittsburgh, how, how do they know? How do they know about this? Well, we have a great arrangement, actually, with the uh, county assistance office in Allegheny County. And what they do for us is, in July, they do a mailing for us. They pull together, a, like, a mail merge letter for us, and they send it out with the assistance of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette Goodfellows program. And they send a letter out on our behalf, uh, on behalf of actually the, the, uh, the three offices, the County Assistance Office, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette Goodfellows, and the Salvation Army, send out this combined letter to folks that ha- are in their system and qualify for assistance. They're folks that are receiving either cash assistance or um, you know, SSI or disability, and they are receive the letter that gives them the instructions on based on their zip code where to go. It gives them the phone number and a contact name at that location and gives them the name of the location. They're then encouraged to call and schedule an appointment with the caseworker to go over their situation and get them in the system to qualify for services for that Christmas season. And then when they uh, on the, on when they go to pick up the toys. Uh, apparently then they'd have to have some way of you knowing it's that person. Right, right. Upon application time, what we do is the the caseworkers don't just look at the toy program for these folks. What they do is they look at their entire situation and see all of the ways in which we can help them. So they might come to us because they need toys, because they got that letter and they and they are in need. But then through the caseworker talking to them, they might identify other needs that they have. So they put all of the, those items together and they schedule these distribution days. So our distribution days will actually be coming up during the week of December 15th. They'll start during that week and they'll run right up to Christmas Eve. And each location has their own set of distribution dates. 
So when someone signs up for assistance, they're given a card, maybe a postcard, a letter, you know, something that has, a, has that date on it so they can stick it on their fridge and remember to come back. Some of our locations even are fortunate enough to have the time to send them an additional letter to remind them because especially those folks that sign up in August, you know, December's a long way away. So, you know, they, they are reminded about that date and then they come in on that date and then they give their name and that name is associated with a case number and that's how our social workers know where that toy is because the tag has the case number on it. Now, um, that that is a lot of work there, Leah. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. So I want to remind everyone, now, Leah's with the Salvation Army, but I want to remind everyone that they can't do all of this work you're hearing without revenues, without money, without you sending in a donation. Leah, what's that website again? Our website is wpa.salvationarmy.org. Yeah, and I cannot envision, I, I just can't envision the look on a child's face when they get these toys they weren't expecting. You know, it's, it's probably a wonderful sight. I've never been fortunate enough to see it, but, you know, it warms my heart just to know that, that I, you know, the excitement that I know they must be feeling. And also the relief that we give our parents who, oh, you yes. know, the worst thing in the world as a parent is to not be able to provide even a small toy for your child at Christmas. And, you know, the, the ways of the world and the troubles that parents face, kids don't need to know about that. So we can give them a little bit of a reprieve on Christmas Day, let them just be kids, and focus on that. And, and what do you do? Does each family, each child receive one toy, or how does that work? Well, we strive, we strive to give each child between two and three toys in Allegheny County. We do the best to our, of our ability, but we do want to make sure that we serve the most people, uh, you know, that are, that are in need. So we strive for that first and foremost, of course. We have very, very generous donors, though. As, you know, as your, your company is one of them, you know that. So we have very generous donors, and we're very fortunate in that respect. But we do always keep things in mind of the bigger picture. So, like, we have our volunteers working, actually, in our warehouse today, and they're, you know, checking off gifts, and they're bagging things up, and making sure that every child is accounted for, and every child's coming into the warehouse, and has a full gift, and that it's age-appropriate, and that everything's ready to go for that child, and they take so much time and care, taking care of each child to make sure that they have a full gift, but also to make sure that there's plenty to go around for all of the other thousands of children that we have to serve. You know, that is awesome if you can give everyone at least two toys, because that way it isn't the, just the one toy. You know what I mean? Right, that, right. That, that is, I'm, that's wonderful that you do that. But you know what that means. We need a lot more people giving toys. We need a lot more. We need a lot more giving. That's why I'm telling you, take time. Think about it. You know, there are families today, and I know many of you listening to the show either are there or know, know many of your relatives like this where, oh, my goodness, the toys the children receive from Legos to, uh, you know, technology-type games, unbelievable amounts of money are spent, unbelievable. And then there's this child that hopes they get a toy. Make that donation today. Make that donation. Right now, we're going to go to break. If you just joined us, 
We're talking to Leah Horkolik, Coordinator for Treasures for Children, Salvation Army of Western PA. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, celebrating the holiday season at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S. and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com if you have a question or comment call in toll free at 1-866-472-5788 now please welcome back the host of disability matters here's joy spender welcome back everyone we're talking to leah Horkolik who is the Treasures for Children Coordinator for the Salvation Army of Western Pennsylvania. And what a great program it is. I do want to mention something. You know, I was talking to uh, Leah here at the break, and we were talking about how you need money year-round, but how even for this program, Treasures for Children, you know, it just doesn't happen. And here's an example that, probably most of us have not thought of, but they need bags to put the gifts in. They need uh, gift bags to print everything out. In other words, they need revenues just for this program. That's why I hope you'll take time to go to that website and make a contribution. I know this is the third segment of the show. So, Leah, what is that website again? Our website is wpa.salvationarmy.org. Well, Leah, you know, such a great program this is. Could you give our listeners an example, you know, an example of a child that received uh, toys? Well, for, for instance, I mean, uh, the, the 
children that we serve, they, they run the spectrum. I mean, certainly with the economic downturn we've had in this country over the past few years, the, the face of need has really, really changed in this country. Uh, you know, it used to be just someone that was maybe out of work or a single mom with one income, but now it could be anyone. It could even be a couple that, you know, had full-time jobs, were making good money, and were donating to us. And then someone loses their job. They maybe have problems with their house because when, you know, these things happen with the housing market, and then they're coming to us for assistance because all of a sudden they find themselves on the other side of things. So we've seen a lot of that over the past couple of years. So our recipients, our children, are, are children of parents or guardians who either are single moms, single dads, Two-parent households with maybe one person not working, two-parent households maybe with somebody that has a disability or someone that has, uh, you know, uh, some sort of health problems. Maybe they, they're dealing with cancer and they're attending their treatments and they can't work full-time and don't have the income. It, it really runs the spectrum. It really does. Yeah, and, you know, that not that an interesting comment you made about the person that was the... Uh, donor, and then needs to be the recipient. That's like the donated uh, becomes the receiver of the same services. Wow, that is something, but it does not surprise me with what's happened in this country to so many families that have been impacted, just as you said. So, Mm -hmm. Leah, this is a great program, Treasures for Children, but how about telling our listeners a little bit more about the Salvation Army in Western PA? Well, as I mentioned earlier, we do serve 28 counties in western Pennsylvania. And the website, which we keep mentioning to folks, I can't drive it home enough, wpa.salvationarmy.org. We have a wonderful outline of all of the ways that we help the community and all of the ways that people can get involved with helping as well. And some of the programs that we have listed on there, we have, for instance, we have a camp that we run in Elwood City, Pennsylvania, each year. It's Camp Allegheny, and it's a wonderful facility that we run all all, the, all summer long for our children. We run def, different camps throughout the season. We also use that as a retreat center throughout other times of the year. So we actually have folks, businesses or civic groups that say, oh, you know, we want to get away and we want to have a retreat with our group and we want to, you know, rebuild. We want to have a training, something like that. And they can come and they can rent our facility and they can, you know, be out of the city and, you know, in nature. And it's a, it's a beautiful place. It really is. It's a beautiful beautiful camp and of course bringing so many children there during the summer months some of them them that's the first time that they're uh, ever going to a camp and sometimes they're they're able to go to camp because of funding sources that we have available that assist them with that and then they can go to camp for the first time ever and of course you know being a christian organization we want to bring the love of jesus to everyone that we touch in any way through any of our programs and sometimes that's the first time those children will will hear any of those messages so of course, that's very important and near and dear to our hearts. Um, that's just one of one of the highlights. That's kind of you know I'm kind of close to the children because of the Christmas program that I automatically think of our camp as well, which aids them so so well in the summer months. Well, you know what um, that camp? Are you meaning there are camps spread out everywhere? How many camps did you say there are? 
Oh, we run, we, run, we run a camp facility. It's called Camp Allegheny in Elwood City, Pennsylvania. But we run different camp sessions throughout the course of the summer months. It's all at that one facility, though. Well, what kind of things do the kids get to do at those camps? Oh, it can be anything from uh, sports camps to music camps to, uh, you know, other uh, general camps where they're just learning about nature and uh, getting involved in so many different activities that we have available out there. Our website is a really great resource to look into more information about that, and it's never too early to get more information if anyone has children that they're interested in sending to our camp. And another program that we run in this area, I'm, no, I'm sure you're familiar with it, Joyce, is our Project Bundle Up program. And uh, once again, I'm close to the children, so I automatically think of our children's programs. And our uh, Project Bundle Up program provides... Uh, coats and other winter outerwear for children and seniors in uh, western Pennsylvania. And we're very fortunate to have that program uh, for so many years now in this area. Yeah, that is a great program. I forgot all about that, that that was connected with you also. That yes, is a wonderful yes. well, program. We have that wonderful support from WTAE, of course, because uh, without them it wouldn't be possible. Kind of the brainchild of Joe DiNardo so many years ago mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. on the, you know, our weatherman at that time. Well, you know what, um, do you see that more families are needing coats, clothing in the winter? Does it seem increased or how does that seem? In I case think our, I think our numbers are constant. I mean, I think our numbers are pretty consistent, but I think we always see an increase because we're always out there, you know, talking about our programs and certainly with social media and with, you know, the expansion of programs and other people getting involved and maybe holding, you know, um, fundraisers for programs. And then, of course, we had our telethon recently for that particular program, Project Bundle Up. You know, uh, all those things, they all draw attention to the program. And it draws attention to draw more donations, and it also draws attention to folks that maybe didn't know that the program was out there. Then they come to us and they ask us for assistance. So it kind of, you know, our numbers are pretty consistent, but then the more that we get the name of the program out there, the more people that didn't know we were around and say, you know, well, I could really benefit from this. I wonder if they'd help me. And then they call us. So we have that as well. Wow. Wow. Well, you get involved in a lot of things here, Leah. Yeah. Well, when you, when you work for the Salvation Army, you're constantly trying to do the most good in the community, the communities that we serve. So it's, uh, it kind of goes with the, with the job. <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad that we do have so many great resources because there are so many families who are homeless and veterans with disabilities who are homeless. And as you said before, if you are that parent that, you know, are having a hard enough time having ends meet, let alone thinking of going out buying toys, it does relieve that stress when you know there's some place you can reach out to, you know, that can help you. And uh, that's why I think it's so wonderful what you're doing. Well, I'll tell you what, Leah, um, you think it's going to be successful this year with your Treasures for Children, have enough well, toys? 
we're, we're on track in Allegheny County thus far for our program, but we're only the second day into our week. So, uh, you know, we're just hoping that the weather stays as beautiful as it's been here, you know, as beautiful as it can be in December for Western Pennsylvania, and that, uh, and that our trucks are able to get out and get all of our donations. But we have wonderful volunteers that are here with us, just spending hours upon hours here helping us with this program. And if it wasn't for the donors and the volunteers, we wouldn't have near the success that we have. And of course, we, you know, we do all of this with, uh, you know, with the help of, as the Salvation Army, being a Christian organization, we do all of this with the help of Jesus, and that's what we believe. He's behind all of this. Every need that we meet, every person that we help, every toy that goes out is all, you know, through him that we do that. So, uh, you know, it, it brings all of these wonderful people to us and donations to us to help those in need. And that is what it's all about, giving back to those in need, or as it says, to the least of these. And with that, we're going to go to break before we come back to close the show. We have been talking to Leah Horkolik, coordinator for Treasures for Children, part of the Salvation Army of Western PA. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, celebrating the holiday season at voiceamerica.com. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. 
Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back, everyone. If you just tuned in, remember, all these shows are archived at BenderConsult.com and on VoiceAmerica.com, and you can go back to hear it again. We've been talking, though, to Leah Horkolik, who is the coordinator for Treasures for Children, part of the Salvation Army. You know, Bender Consulting Services, as you all know, I'm a woman living with epilepsy, and you know that I work all across the United States, and I'm civil rights-oriented. But I just want to tell you about our company, this Treasures for Children. My employees, like me, the majority, 90% are people with disabilities, working in IT, finance, engineering, you know, all across the country. But at our headquarters here, we all announced everyone that we're going to have our Treasures for Children and let us know, and, you know, if you want to participate. And you know what our problem is? Our problem is we must not ask for enough names because we always run out of names. So then we tell people, well, just buy, just buy toys. But let me tell you, it takes no special coaching to get people to participate in this program um, and I'm telling you that because you know what else? If you didn't do it this year and you're a corporation in Pittsburgh, you can do it next year. It is also really just a good thing for team building. It's really a good character building thing. So you should really think about it. And Leah also mentioned if you made a contribution to this website but you live in some other state, just know that when they get the funds, it's going to go back to their local site. Is that correct, Leah? That is correct. We, we believe 100% in keeping donations, whether they're physical donations, in this case of toys, or monetary donations, that the funds stay in the local area. So you have a couple options. If you go to our website, wpa.salvationarmy.org, you could simply send us an email, and we could refer you to your local location, because you might be interested in volunteering as well as donating. And then you would know how to donate locally, or if you would somehow get, you know, get your donation and it would get into our hands, but you live in California, we would make sure that it got to your local office. Okay. And for someone that just joined the show and they want to make a donation, how do they do that? Well, the, uh, the easiest way to make a, a straight financial donation is actually our national website, which is donate.salvationarmyusa.org. That's the easiest way to make a financial donation nationally. I actually just saw that on my notes, so I wanted to add that in there, Joyce. And, uh, and if you would like, if you're in the Pittsburgh area and you want more information on our Treasures for Children program about making a toy donation or a financial donation to that program, please look at our local website for the Western Pennsylvania Division, and that d- website is wpa.salvationarmy.org. Want to repeat that? Sure, it's wpa.salvationarmy.org. And you know, I've said this before on the show, I'll say it again. Remember, a few Starbucks, you can skip them. You can make a donation. 
I mean, the treasures for children. What a wonderful thing. You know, I, I had said to Leah, I just, we just love to be there Christmas morning, seeing a child that probably wonders if they're going to receive anything, receiving that uh, wonderful experience of a toy. How wonderful is that? You know what, Lee? I was just wondering why I'm talking here. How about um, food on Christmas? Do they come to Salvation Army for food also, or how does that work? Well, one thing that I mentioned earlier, Joyce, was that when we meet with our with our families, we look at them wholly. We don't just look at the uh, need for toys. If they come in needing toys, that's okay, but we also look at what other ways in which we can help them. And one of those ways is food. Now, of course, it depends on the resources of that local office and what they have available to provide. Um, it may be that they run a food bank out of their local office for the community and they're able to roll them into that program and then they let them know when the food bank is available. Sometimes if there's already an established food bank in the area, then what we'll do is we'll let them know about that because we have a working relationship with them. And then we refer folks to that location for food. They might come to us for other things, like in this case their toys, but we'll refer them to that location for, uh, you know, for food needs and things like that. We certainly don't want anyone to go hungry this time of year. Right. And how about shelters? Do you work with the other homeless shelters, or, or do you also do that? Well, our, our, our social workers refer heavily to uh, other locations whenever possible to uh, let folks know about resources that are in the area. We, have, we also run a shelter ourselves called the Family Caring Center. It's located in East Liberty, which, as you know, Joyce is right outside of, uh, of Pittsburgh. It's one of our small boroughs in Pittsburgh. And we believe, the reason it's called the Family Caring Center is because we believe that when a family is in crisis in some sort of way and they've found their, themselves homeless, we believe that it's important to keep the family unit together. So that's one of the reasons why. And that website that I mentioned earlier has wonderful information about that facility if you'd like to get involved either by donating or, uh, you know, helping in some way, either physical donations or, or monetary donations to that location. And do people, they don't donate food to the shelter, right? I believe sometimes they do. I mean, oh, I, would, I would want to refer folks to the, to the shelter directly to ask them what they would need, you know, before they would just donate, um, donate food to them. I'd rather them talk to them and see what they would need. Well, all they have to do now is go to that website, and they can make contact to find out what they need, right? Absolutely. And, Leah, I also want to say I think it's so wonderful you're doing this. You're a good person Thank you so much. You are. Well, Leah, look, you've done all these things, uh, and at your young life, I'm wondering so far what you consider your greatest accomplishment. Well, I tell you what, I've I've had the fortunate... um, you know, I've been fortunate to work in my field entirely from the time that I graduated, which was in 2004, from IUP, from Indiana University of Pennsylvania. I've been very fortunate enough to work in my field consistently since I graduated college. This job, though, however, I feel has been my greatest accomplishment. Uh, I think that being with an organization like the Salvation Army that has such a strong mission statement and truly wants to do the most good for the most people in the most need and want to not only reach out and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, but also meet human needs in his name without any discrimination at all. 
that is something that I can truly get behind and that's something that each and every day, no matter how long the hours are, no matter how much work there is to do or how much work there is to still do the next day, I find myself coming into work with a smile on my face and love in my heart. And that's what really I think is, is greatest accomplishment is, is finding this job and having the ability to serve these people each and every day. Yes. That, that, it is wonderful. It's so great when you have... Uh, an opportunity to work someplace and you love what you're doing. Yes, it's really fortunate. Not many people have that opportunity. And I do apologize, Joyce, if you're hearing the noise in the background. As I mentioned earlier, I'm at our warehouse today. We're in the middle of our toy collection, and one of our very large trucks just came in. I'm, I'm actually in the quietest place in the warehouse, if you can believe that. Oh, that's okay. If we didn't hear that, we would think what's going on with the toys, right? Right, right. <laughs> it never stops here. We've got to keep moving all week long. Yeah. Well, listen, Leah, what, uh, before I ask you this next question, one last time, could you go over that website? Oh, absolutely. Our website is wpa.salvationarmy.org. Okay, and if they go there, they can find out whatever they need to know. This program, uh, Treasures for Children, when does it start? When do you well, start working on it? Treasures for Children, I start prepping for this program in May of each year, around that time, May wow. or June. isn't that something? And it goes right through the end of the year. Now, obviously, early on, it's a little less work, and then it gets more and more as we, as we move along. Yeah. Well, hey, Leah, what, first of all, thank you so much for being our guest today. We have had senators, people from the White House, um, all famous authors, NFL stars, but... I always leave room for Pittsburgh because, of course, I love Pittsburgh. And even more, I love a group that's giving back. So thank you for being with us. What message would you like to leave with our listeners today, Leah? Well, I would just like to thank anyone that's ever put, uh, even if it was a penny, in the kettle. I would like to thank you for doing that because each and every time you do, it does make a difference. It does make a difference in your local community. We, we do mean it when we say when you put money in that kettle, expect change. Expect change in your local community. And for anyone that's ever even, you know, bought a small toy or item from anywhere and donated it to one of our programs, whether it's here locally in Pittsburgh to Treasures for Children or to other areas of the Salvation Army throughout the country with the Angel Tree program, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for bringing love to children at Christmas because Christmas, you know, it's, that's what it's all about. It's bringing love to others and celebrating the birth of Jesus in a loving and caring way and not, making sure that our children are able to be children and enjoy the holiday season and the spirit of Christmas and the spirit of giving. Uh, amen to that, Leah. Well, hey, everyone, I hope you've enjoyed this show. I know I have, and I know you'll remember Treasures for Children. We end every show with a quote from someone that we believe has had an impact, a great positive impact on others' lives. And today, well, that just has to be Catherine Booth, who said, if we are to better the future, we must disturb the present. And I know how you can disturb the present. You can give back. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to everyone next week.
Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 